0: I hate you so much.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what the people want today.
2: All right.
0: welcome 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 to the summer 16 podcast a podcast between two friends who met well in the summer of 2016 my name is Tunde or taught underscore seven and I'm here with my dog
1: call me John Bowie at John Bowie on Instagram J-O-N-B-U-I-E
0: so just like today and every Wednesday uh, we'll have new episodes where we figure out how to combine our different views our experiences and our beliefs to talk about anything and always you want to leave this podcast with having learned something new with that said what's been up with you dog
1: dog I have been overwhelmingly blessed and highly fav- highly favored. Um, We've got amazing feedback on episode one. Uh, people seem to be really receptive. My phone has been blowing up, so that makes me feel really good on the inside. Uh, and we're we're back for week two, man. Let's let keep having a little bit of fun. On yeah. that note, on that note, there was one thing that was a little bit concerning, if I'm being honest. So what's that? Yeah, so uh, we talked about the story of you know my birthday, and I had those those overalls that I that I was gifted. Uh-huh. You remember the overalls. They were... Yeah, I remember. They were like the green joints with the bear pattern on them, and then it's like a tree in the middle or something. They're they're ridiculous. Uh-huh. Don't get it wrong. But I like them. It was my birthday, right? Yeah. Now, somebody, I, I will leave them unnamed, you know, uh, gives me some feedback saying that uh, they think those overalls are for women. They think they're women's overalls. Those aren't women's.
0: They're not women's overalls, right? I don't I didn't think they were. I thought those were like overalls that if you like you said, if you want to be ridiculous and like let's say you were going to um let's say you were going to coach or something. Yeah and you want to just like be ridiculous and wear some overalls, that's what you would wear.
1: Right. But but the concern is that there is an excessive amount of thigh meat being shown
0: when I wear them. I thought that was like the new new trend.
1: I thought that was the style. I thought I was fashionable.
0: Like why, why, like why are we like killing ourselves doing leg day? If because if we can't show some thigh,
1: you know what I'm saying? Like give the people what they want. So you know, um, I've decided. I decided that I need more feedback. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you are on my side. Thank you. That means a lot, my friend. However, <laughs> I will. I'm going to put a post. I think. I think when we drop this episode, I am going to put a post up with photo evidence and, and let the people decide. I don't think they're women's overalls. And I cannot, I cannot stomach this idea that I've been rocking questionably women's overalls for almost two years now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even if they were though, right? Who would know? Women, probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like it's not like, you know, it's a it's a button up shirt where like the buttons are on one side versus the other for right. men and women, right? I was, I was 20,
1: 24, 25 years old when I first realized that women's buttons were on the other side of the shirt. Your question is, how did you know that, John? Or how did you figure out this, John? I went to Goodwill and I found this shirt. It was like four bucks. And it was like a bunch of colored patterns all over the place. I thought it was super cool. And so I tried on. I'm like, oh, this fits. Boom, boom, boom. And then I like walk out and I'm trying to wear this shirt thinking I'm cool. And every time I would put try to put the shirt on, I'm like, these buttons are on the opposite side. Like, this is ridiculous. Until somebody goes, I think that's a woman's shirt. <laughs> Gosh, is this a pattern? Hold on. This is two instances in the last five minutes.
0: So John wears women's clothes?
1: That's not, see, let's not do that. We're not doing that. <laughs> that's not what we're gonna do. That's not what we're gonna do however I you know it was a it was growth, you know what I'm saying you learn, you take these friends how how did you know that women's buttons were on the other side like um, yep, i guess it what
0: t v show was that where um I forget what t v show it was where the guy was wearing a woman's blouse i forget what its it was some sitcom.
1: It was in the office when uh, Michael Scott wore... The
0: office, a yeah, the office. But see, That
1: was the suit, though, and the suit had shoulder pads. See, I know the shoulder pads thing because I got real strong, muscular shoulders, and I would never need shoulder pads. I get that one. The buttons, nah, fam. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: Well, we'll, we'll see what the people have to say and hopefully they um, side with you and i and say that your overalls are are for men
1: yeah they are they are they're going to they're going to they're definitely going to agree they they have to there's no way there's no way they don't and i'm sure haters are going to hate so it's okay but we're going to be all right um there was a you know there was another thing um that i was going to kick to you you know, with, with all the stuff going on nowadays, uh, I know that you have a pretty pretty good regiment. typically. You know, how are you able to kind of keep your, you know, normal routine of life, right? You know, we're stuck in the house for a majority of the day. Like, what have you been doing to maintain some sense of a normal life?
0: Um. Well, like, we just... I guess, got on Zoom maybe, what, 30 minutes ago? Or Skype? Yeah. And And uh, right before, I was late, actually. But I was late because I had just got in from a run. So this morning, or this afternoon, I went out and I ran 10.2 uh, 10, miles. Today? Yeah. Um, yes, that's not. So yes. since since the quarantine, my goal has been to run 40 miles a week. Um, I normally only leave the house for running. I run once a day. I walk my dog like two or three times a day, and that's the only outside time that I get besides like my weekly run to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like if you just stay in a house twenty four hours a day, they're gonna go back like batshit.
1: Yeah. No. No. I, no, I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, I haven't been working because it's spring break. Spring break actually ended um, yesterday. But because of, like, we're we're switching my job. I'm a professor. We're switching everything to online. They gave us a whole week to, like, set up our classrooms, convert everything from offline to online. So that's what I'll be doing this week. Um, I've already been, you know, um I've I've been using Zoom like the past two weeks because everyone's doing like the whole virtual happy hours. And, and so Zoom is a good tool for that. So um, I've I've been very familiar with, with Zoom over the past two weeks. And uh, besides that, just, you know, um hanging with my girlfriend and with my dog, uh, Sweet Baby Guinness or Guinness. Sh- shout out
1: to Instagram. Shout out to Instagram.
0: Uh, Do- oh, yeah. So my dog's my dog's Instagram is Sweet Baby Guinness. Uh, so go ahead and follow him. He has a lot of... He's getting you know, his followers up. He's a, yeah. he's a Labradoodle, a black Labradoodle. Um, Guinness, Guinness like the beer. So. Yeah, Guinness like the beer. Uh, he's same color as a, a glass of Guinness. Um, like brownish, black. Um, he's 10 and a half months. So he's still a puppy. So, yeah. That's all I've been doing to try to keep sane. And watching a, a lot of Netflix. Yeah, that's real. I know...
1: I I think I've probably run four miles a week. You know, I thought I thought I was doing something, but you know, you just kind of dumped on my whole life. It's okay though. It's okay. I have something to strive for. What'd you about to say?
0: We're gonna we're gonna get you up there because I can
1: do forty in a week. It's just that I'm not trying to run forty miles in a week. I don't got that many running clothes. Let, let's do twenty. Yeah, yeah we'll get, we'll 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 double back on this. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to double back on this, but but I I will say as somebody who has probably spent, you know, a larger majority of my time in the house, um, for me it's really been about trying to just get some level of a schedule, right? Like actually trying to give myself a bedtime or actually trying to give myself a time that I want to wake
0: up every day. Oh, that's that's been the hardest part for me. Yeah, because yeah. before this, like my bedtime was like ten forty five, eleven o'clock, and I'm up by five thirty. Now I'm 1230, up by eight.
1: <laughs> yeah, It's it's dangerous for me, right? Because I, I think by nature, I'm just like a night owl. So I could be up till 2 a.m., like it's nothing, and then just burn, it, burn the candle on both ends, try to wake up at 7, 8 o'clock and just be like, oh, no, I'm fine. We're rocking and rolling. But now that I don't actually have anywhere to be, you know, just trying to force myself to be like, nah, get up, start your day. So I really emphasize waking up, um, I'll like pray and meditate I've been really big on like just really focusing on my headspace recently um shout out to the headspace app too by the way I, I know that are you on headspace
0: you- no I'm not but they they partnership they have a partnership with Nike so the Nike run app they have the they have like a headspace section where like you're basically meditating and like centering yourself while you're running and it I love the headspace um runs.
1: Yeah, they've actually just on the app itself started to incorporate more um, sports, uh, like sports headspace type things. So, you know, when when it comes to like competition or dealing with like failure or, you know, other just sports related challenges, that's incorporated as well as kind of what you're talking about, um, more fitness related, you know, mindfulness, I think is the word that uh, would be best to use. Uh, In addition to that, dog, I've been trying to read a lot. Like, I, I do slip up and I'll end up binging half the shows. Now that Tiger King is over and I finished Ozark, um, I can make an excuse and not start a new show. That's the, the best way I, to do it.
0: I have a new show for you in case you're interested.
1: I, no, I, I'm already knowing you're about to wreck my whole week uh in the AVM section, but for now, I'm doing very well because we're still working on Water Dancer, dog. Like I'm a third oh, of the yeah. way through.
0: I'm, Water Dancer is it's, it's, it's it, yo. It's, it's so good it's so good it's
1: so good i just started the second like section of the book second out of three sections so like it's got me hooked at this point um and other than that uh i'm just trying to build dog you know this is the time where we can work on new skills work on new uh hobbies and things like i got a i got a candle making kit over here like i made a candle um this, this is weird stuff I've been back on you know programming, working on apps and stuff. So just trying to use that time and not just waste away. So you know we'll see how it goes. But I, I think you alluded to it earlier. Um, Zoom has been popping. I've been all over TikTok and Instagram because the the TikToks nowadays have been
0: incredible. Are all the TikTok dances and and crazes.
1: And like and I, I'm I'm this close. Like I'm very close to being like I could I could do that. I could.
0: I could tussy slide. Uh <laughs> I, 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 you would never catch me doing tussy slide.
1: No, I don't think you have rhythm like that, though. Right?
0: I mean, that, that's that's fine, but I'm still not going to do it.
1: <laughs> I, hey, you know, it's for it's for the kids, dude. Mate. it's
0: for the kids. Wait, wait, is it? Because I feel like Drake is older than you.
1: Drake did it for the kids. Drake, okay, this is okay. This is serious. I was going to talk to this about this later, but I need to get this off my chest. Drake is the second biggest artist that's doing things for the people. Okay, like, like the Tussie Slide.
2: guess,
0: Kanye was number one, right?
1: Obviously, I mean, obviously. But let me explain because, like, Drake realizes we're all in the house. And so he's like, "Yo, here's the Tussy slide. Like kids, y'all can go crazy on TikTok and Instagram. You know, this is something fun to do. But you know why Kanye is the goat? Do you? Why? Kanye gave us two gospel albums last end of last year. Two. Okay, it's for your spirit. It's
0: I wish, you listeners, I wish you could see my face right now.
1: It's for your soul to like. It's easy to give you something to do on TikTok. You know, what's hard. It's hard to feed your it's soul. Hard. It's
0: hard selling church socks for like eighty dollars.
1: Don't, don't, uh, don't slander the goat, man. Don't All right,
0: I Sorry, sorry, goat.
1: Listen, you know what? I don't even want to do this with you right now. <clears throat>
0: All right. So, speaking of TikTok, um, I was perusing Twitter the other day. Shout out to to Twitter What are the apps that I actually do use Um, And I came across a video About um, a proposed bill That um, Senators want Or congress people They want TikTok Banned for federal government employees Mm. Because um, TikTok Is a company founded by um, A company in China and they kind of collect a lot of data that they um, don't want the Chinese government to be aware of if you're a federal employee. So the, I thought the video was um, pretty pretty interesting by Senator Hawley. Um, so I'm going to play it for you real quick.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Check it out. I, I haven't heard of this. So, yeah. TikTok was the most downloaded app of 2019 more than any other app in the country. More teenagers are on TikTok now than use Facebook. It counts millions and millions and millions of Americans as users. But it is owned by a Chinese company that includes Chinese Communist Party members in leadership. And it is required under Chinese law to share user data with Beijing. And TikTok has admitted that it has sent user data to China. To put it bluntly, this is a major security risks risk for the American people. And what kind of data is TikTok collecting as it runs on our phones? A heck of a lot more than you would think. Images, of course, that users post. But TikTok also collects data information about the messages that you send about the apps that you use the other apps on your phone it collects the sites that you visit it collects your search history it collects your keystrokes it collects your location data it stores all of this and maybe lots lots more and i can tell you as the father of two small children Uh, who already have many of their friends on social media, even though they're quite young, I find this absolutely horrifying. And we know that it's a national security risk. Since our last hearing on this subject, the Pentagon, the Department of State, the Department of Homeland Security, and the TSA have all banned their employees and service members from using TikTok on government devices. In fact, the Pentagon even went so far as to say that employees should have their children uninstall TikTok from their personal devices. That's pretty extraordinary. But actually, it's only prudent. And that's why today I'm announcing I will introduce legislation to ban the use of TikTok by all federal employees on all federal government devices. This is a necessary step to protect the security of the United States and the data security of every American. So TikTok was um, the most yeah, doubt.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, um, so I was actually talking to one of my friends, uh, shout out Shannon, who's in the army and he confirmed that he's not allowed to have TikTok on his phones. So, um,
1: okay. So okay, I, so I, 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 I I'm, not going to, I'm not going to install TikTok on my phone. That's uh that's dead now. Jesus. Um, I, yeah, so I hadn't heard about this until you had just mentioned it yesterday that clip definitely got me a little shook and also it's got me rethinking maybe drake's not for the people anymore man drake, <laughs> drake, um, drake is he's he's selling us out to the chinese bro um has
0: he slid down the power rankings of slid down the power
1: of rankings further but you know, <laughs> didn't yay so i need everybody to get up off my guy yay because he's for the people and drake is selling your information to the chinese
0: now, now, I would say this. I, I would say this. It's not like... I'm not saying that the Chinese government is completely just horrible. Because it's not like, you know, America is some, like, paragon of, of virtue. And, and, you know, the, the Chinese government or Chinese people are just evil. Because, like, America has its faults, too. But since I do live in America, um, and I'm an American citizen... Uh, I just don't feel comfortable with a foreign government, you know, having all my information. Now I understand that the American government probably has everything there is to know about me, but you know, it's still my government. And you know, if I have to trust somebody, I'm going to trust, you know, the government of the country that I was born in.
1: Well, to that point, then right? Do you remember that uh, that big deal with uh, everybody with their iPhones and? Weren't they trying to get, like, the back door to unlock iPhones, but then also trying to get that, like, fingerprint data and, like, the facial recognition data to to access the phones? Like, so are you saying, are you saying right now that you would be okay with that? No, First, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd be okay. With that. So, hmm. I mean, I don't think, I definitely wouldn't. That I don't even use the uh, the thumbprint thing on my phone. I also have, like, an old phone, but. I might say because I. Uh... Uh, there is no more thumb. <laughs> no more
0: button on iPhone.
1: Right. Okay, that's terrible because I <laughs> I definitely realized that like all the new phones now don't even have that, so I might have just clown myself. But uh, the face thing. Let's talk about the facial recognition thing where you like look at the phone and then uh you can yeah. unlock. It, like,
0: isn't there was like a bill that was proposed to say that. Um, whether it was illegal search and seizure, if like if you are like, let's say you're detained and then the, the police like hold the phone up to your face to unlock it, like is that illegal search and seizure?
1: Um, I mean I don't know what the law says, but I wouldn't be cool with that. Like, I mean, I, I if I were arguing, I would say it is. You say like, it is illegal. You say it is illegal.
0: I would say if I were arguing like the merits of doing that in the Constitution, I would say it's unconstitutional why if you arrest me right and my phone is locked if if if, like for instance i forget which which mass shooting it was where they retrieved the phone and it couldn't and the and the the fbi couldn't unlock the phone and they try to get apple to unlock it and apple was like
1: oh yeah that's the same thing that i was talking about with um, like yeah trying to have the back door or whatever
0: right so apple was like no we're not doing that because we're not giving you a backdoor because that gives you the opportunity to unlock anyone's phone right so if if you can't unlock it yourself if i don't give you permission to unlock my phone you holding up some holding the phone up to my face to unlock it is the same thing Mm. i
1: think i mean i i i kind of see what you're saying right like it because it's one of those things where you don't have access, so you're going to do whatever means are necessary to get access. Um, I think, you know, a back door versus like you just, you know, keeping your eyes open and me putting my phone to the face. It feels different to me, I guess. So I, let's, I,
0: say, I, say, let's say you're a drug dealer, right?
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Let's I'm, say I'm saying because
0: you Let's say you're a drug dealer, right?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's say you're a drug dealer, right? And then you you get you get caught. Um, with like uh, forty pounds of of cocaine, right? Yeah. A lot of cocaine. You get caught with that, and they arrest you. Of course, they take like they're they're booking you, and they, they say, "Who's your who are you going to take the drugs to?" Because obviously, that's not for for personal use. I'm That's, that's for intent to distribute. But let's say you let's say you're like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not telling." Right? I'm snitching, bro. They take the phone, they hold up to your face, and they find the plug, right? And they go around the plug, right? Because they found the information in your phone. The plug now has a a case against the defense Okay. Because Are you, you, a- you didn't snitch yourself. You said what? You didn't snitch yourself, right? Right, no. They took the phone and went through it and they found it. I think that, you know,
1: well so hold on Tunde because I feel like you just literally made the argument that it's good that the police would be able to go and like access my phone by any means necessary. Like they could potentially like get the plug and then like shut that whole enterprise down. Right. That's a good thing, right?
0: Yeah, but the, it's the way you do it though. You can't just you that's like saying, Oh, um, I pulled this guy over because he's black. But it, it but in his in his car I found like ten guns. Yes, you got to come off the street, but the method you did it was not legal. Do do police work. Do good police work. How about that? And, right. don't, don't, and don't violate people's constitutional rights.
1: Those examples are completely different. Me with 40 pounds of cocaine versus a, a DWB.
0: Have you read this book called the, the, uh, the New Jim Crow?
1: I haven't read The New Jim Crow yet. It's long and, like, it's so long. And I, I do have it on my list. But is there something about it in there? Like, yeah, it it the it's all
0: about these, these cases where people like are arrested or um, their constitutional rights are violated. And just because, you know, they're a person of color, no, because they're black.
1: So, okay, is there a difference, right? Because I understand where you're coming from, right? But is there a difference when you're talking about a situation where I my my rights are violated by because of the race of because of my race versus my rights are violated because I am a criminal right like in the scenarios you gave me in the scenarios you gave me I'm DWB right driving while black I get pulled over and then you put a case on me because you know no, no, no,
0: no. I, versus question, you, you, you 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 are a criminal you drive. the only reason they pulled you over is, is, is because you were black but then, but, but then they found out that you did have the gun so you are a criminal and you, but you happen to be black but the reason they pulled you over is because you were black
1: well okay but wait let me let me let me get this out
2: because
1: let me get this out because it's Look, you pulled me over because I was black not yeah. a criminal but because I was black and then I became a criminal as a result of your um rights violations yeah. I'm saying is that different from you catch me with 40 pounds of coke. Mm-hmm. I'm not criminal now. I have 40 pounds of coke on me. I could be black, white, purple, yeah. uh-huh. yellow. I am a criminal. And now I'm going to say, hey, fam, unlock this phone, criminal. And then I get
0: more criminals, right? I, if I, you say no, if you say no, you can't just take somebody's phone and unlock it. Mm, I, well, I, no, no, you can unlock it. But you can't just hold up somebody's face and like, now I have your I have your face. That's like that's like saying, um uh I'm trying to think of a good example. Um example with the terrorists, right? Okay. With the terrorists. Like with the with the with the backdoor code. They couldn't they, they needed a passcode to get into the phone, right? And they tried all these different passcodes and they had one more chance to do it. Uh-huh. And they were they were afraid because if if we get this code wrong, then we get, we're locked out the phone forever. Yeah. So they asked Apple for a back door. Yeah. So in that case, why couldn't they just take the lady's lady's fingerprint and put it onto onto the um onto the um home home button?
1: Do you think they should have been able to do that? Do you think they should have been allowed to do that?
0: No, there's a reason why they didn't. Because it's unconstitutional.
1: Well, I understand. I understand that the law probably says you can't do that. But I think like, is that a hmm this is i'm struggling with this bruh. I like because i think i think it, it's, from, a it's a slippery it is, slope it is and and that's what that's what that's what's, that's what's jacking me up is this idea that you know you could save people or you could like help people but you're violating you know a criminal's rights now that gets slippery right because then you look at the well what makes in the case that you were talking about earlier, it's like, because you're black, I'm looking at you like a criminal, so I'm going to be violating your rights. And so it's like, that's where okay. the slope gets slippery, but it's just like, you know, we're in racist America. What can you do? So what What if, what if,
0: what if they say that, okay, you, you you can just take people's fingerprints or face and unlock phones, right? Okay. I used to live in New York.
1: Well, wait, They're... no, no, criminals. We're saying they do it to criminals, no, not just...
0: Uh, yeah, to criminals, to criminals, right? Okay. But then, th- that's how the Constitution works, right? You take one case and use it as as um, Prec- as precedents for other situations, right? So, you're saying that, so I used to live in New York under Stop and Frisk, right? I'm walking down the street, cop says, hey, come here. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, let me see your phone. I'm like, no. And he jacks me up, takes my phone, puts it up to my face, and just goes through it. Okay. At the, at this point, he he has he has precedent because in this other case, they said that it's okay to hold a phone to somebody's face, and then combine, combine that with stopping frisk, where you say it's okay to stop whoever you want based on any suspicion.
1: But wasn't stopping frisk deemed unconstitutional?
0: Yeah, eventually.
1: I love America. <laughs> Were we, were we recording when you were talking about... Oh, no, we were definitely recording when you were talking about how if you want any government to jack you up, you want it to be your own government. You did say that earlier? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> all right. All right, all right I just so... I talking about the tussy slide. Like, All right, all right so TikTok, tussy slide. Are you going to do it? Are you going to make a video? I'm, okay, no, not anymore. Like, I'm not going to get on TikTok. All right, so,
0: so do it on Instagram.
1: I might do it on Instagram. If I... <laughs> If I do one, would you do
0: one? I would do one if you did one. No, I'm not doing one. I'm not doing this. I First don't. of all, I think this is like stupid. The song is cool. The, the dance is not cool. The song is cool. The song Please. is cool. Listen, listen, listen. i learned a long time ago. Don't dog Drake because I'll say half the songs Drake comes out comes out with that like that are like um, that they, they like reach the like the peak of the charts. When I first heard, I'm like, I don't know about this song. And I hear it like 30 more times. And I'm like, you know what? This shit's kind of catchy.
1: Oh, my God. So I- it, the lyrics are right foot up, left foot <laughs> slide. <laughs> left foot up, right foot slide. Somehow still people can't get it, mind you. Somehow still like people are jacking it up. But I don't know. I, at first I was like, man, Drake, you know, you're really doing us a solid in the world, man. You're giving us something to TikTok. And now you don't just jack my whole day up because I'm realizing TikTok is, you know, plotting on the demise of the American people. So it's like, look, well, look, you can't win. But you know what? You always got Ye and
0: his Bible bars.
1: Shout out to Kanye one time. Well, you know who's waiting for the people though?
0: All the, all the artists doing these challenges. There for the people.
1: You're talking about the Instagram, you're talking about the
0: Instagram yeah. live and, Instagram. and like it's like um go on Instagram, like get a producer or a writer, two writers. And I think um lately it's um I think you had like Manny Fresh, there's Scott Storch, um Sean Garrett battled, um The Dream. Um who else? Um mm-hmm. The most recent one was T Pain and Lil Jon. Yeah, T Pain and Lil, Lil Jon was on Saturday. Yeah. To me, that was the best one so far. Like I I've, like, I've like I've checked in and out of all the other ones, but I literally watched this one from beginning to end. And I am on I'm on a Zoom happy hour and everyone has their phone like <laughs> like to the yeah. side with their on the computer just talking about this. Just that, yeah. right? And then we are like keeping score on who's up and, you know. So the way we did it was if it's the tie, then you both get a point. Okay, um,
1: so you're like actually you're actually scoring it as you go along. So yeah. yeah. So so who who won to you then? Who won to? Oh, oh Lil Jon
0: won. Lil Jon easy. No, not, not not easy. It wasn't no, it wasn't easy. But I think Lil Jon had an advantage though. He does. I mean, he has way more years and way more of a catalog. And he went second. So like mm. he could say, "T-Pain did this round. This did this song in this round. Yeah. I need to top that in this round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play whatever." Um, but T, but what I didn't realize was T Pain's only 34. T pain been out for a long, long time. It's
1: gotta have been what, like at least
0: 15,
1: 20, 15, 15, uh, early 2000s, comfortably, right?
0: Yeah, easy. So, 15, 15, 20 years.
1: I mean, but Lil John ain't no spring chicken, like, Lil john been out forever. Yeah. So like he has way more of a catalog. And even oh,
0: he does. He does. He does. Even, more
1: recently, even more recently, like Lil John has been like making some like quiet bangers, like on that whole like electronic, like EDM, like real like boom boom, 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 boom type tracks.
0: And you know what's funny about these battles is like you can see the progression, especially like if one of them is drinking or smoking. At first yes. everything's all like, you know, whatever, everyone's all collected. Yes. And then by the end have you seen that gift going around where like T-Pain is like sticking his tongue out? <laughs> oh yeah. He's like licking his, like, he's like licking his mouth. Like yeah, he was smoking. I thought it was hookah at first, but it might've been something a little stronger than hookah, but.
1: Not hookah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, uh, so, so I started, I actually started watching the, that one too. I wasn't there the whole time. Um, and I, and I went back cause all the videos are on YouTube now also. Right. And uh, you know, it starts out and it's like, Real friendly, like T Pain's like, Oh, Lil' John, like, hey, hey guys, like I'm a little nervous, you know, like little John, man, he's been doing this thing, you know, the whole time, blah, blah, blah. And then Lil' John comes in there like, Yeah, what's good? Like <laughs> 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 we about to get this cracking. And T Pain goes and gets the uh what was it, the the big ass chain?
0: Same, yeah,
1: Yeah, like where it's just literally just the most obnoxious piece of jewelry, I think, in rap history. I've,
0: I've ever seen.
1: From yeah. I mean, it's up there with Gucci Man's uh
0: our Bart, chain,
1: yeah, it's up there with the Bart Simpson for Gucci. Dude. Yeah, it's up there, um, but it's just really funny because they're like, "Oh, tequila," and they're like, "Yeah, cheers." It's friendly, and then they start playing that music, and I'm just like, "Yo, like, there's there's competitiveness." Like, they're oh,
0: not like, wants to lose.
1: they don't like, and they know that people are at their head. Like, like, and T Pain is pulling out like old Yay tracks and just like fire, and then he's like trying to sing a little bit like while he's going along because he. Like after that, uh, tiny desk concert, come to find out, like he can really sing. Man,
0: one. man, can't, listen, no, I didn't know, I had no idea. I, I didn't know. I,
1: but, okay, so, so, question then, um, because I know there's another battle coming up, it's like LA
0: Reed versus oh, so, so yesterday, yesterday was, was supposed to be Babyface versus Teddy Riley, okay, but that didn't happen. I don't know how true this is, but. Take us with a grain of salt, but apparently um Charlemagne did an interview with Teddy Riley and apparently uh, Teddy Riley wants to get wants to move it to like Netflix or another platform so you can actually get actually get paid of why it.
1: not? Hey, that's real. I
0: mean I I, I can, see stream both, I I can live stream it on YouTube. I can see both sides of this because this whole thing started what started because um people Need something like an outlet to something to entertain them during the quarantine. And then the other side is, I understand that, but let's get this bread. I'm trying to get this bread. I'm not saying people have to log in and, or, or pay me directly, but let's put on a platform where I can get paid.
1: Facts. Yeah. Like you
0: say, like YouTube or Netflix. Even though you have to pay for Netflix, but like it, how, how hard is it to get somebody's you know log in?
1: I think the live stream on YouTube would be the best one. On somebody's, like, Vivo page, right? Like, yeah. uh, that's that's pretty easy. And you can get, like, you know, whatever kickback kick back for the ad revenue. And yeah,
0: because like, I think at a certain point with uh, T-Pain and Lil John, they had, like, north of 220,000 viewers. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's approaching, like, TV territory. Yeah, yeah. On Instagram Live.
1: <laughs> Man, my Facebook stock better go crazy after this. Man. I'm so serious.
0: And that's not even imagine like the people who don't have Instagram or don't even have social media. You yeah. still got two hundred twenty thousand people.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's not, all over the world too. Really, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no boundaries on that stuff. Like, it's 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 impressive. But and and so you know, on that same note, right? Like, my my question for you is like, who would be somebody that you would want to see on there? Like, I know, I know, I. Would love to see Pharrell. I think Pharrell would be in his bag because he's wrote like straight hits, like he's got a fire catalog, and I think he'd be slept on in a in a battle.
0: Well who who like who who'd he face though?
1: I see that's why I'm not sure. Timberland. Like. Mm, I think
0: it, that'd be that'd be that'd be a good one.
1: It would have to but didn't Timberland do a battle already? Did he? I don't know, maybe not, but Timbaland and Pharrell would be good. I don't know. Like, I feel like Timbaland got more hits, though. Mm, I don't know. That might be a good battle. That might be a good battle.
0: Uh, all right. So, speaking, uh, those are producers, right? Yes. I'm thinking artist. I'm thinking artist, right? Okay. 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 All right. So,
1: oh, you about to say something
0: ridiculous? So Gucci, right?
1: That's about to say something ridiculous. So, 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 Gucci,
0: right? so. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so, so like. I don't want people that they're too similar. So I would put like Gucci up with like again somebody he's a Southern artist, like like Gucci versus Cam. I think that'd be like a good a good matchup because they both have so much material. Mixtapes, like studio albums, or if you want to keep it southern, a Gucci versus like um a, a Gucci versus like a Jeezy maybe. I think I think that'd be tough too.
1: So I think that the interesting with it, like, okay, I love the Gucci pig. I think yeah. Gucci is slept on. Um, It would, like, I'm trying to think of somebody that I would put in a same, like, tier that would have enough bangers that would actually get, like, 220,000 people.
0: Oh, oh, oh these, this ain't getting 20,000 people. Because,
1: no, that, cause see, that would be super, like, a, a way more, like, niche Type yeah. thing, right? Like the other artists that we've talked about have like worldwide smash hits, right? Like Gucci is gonna be a cult following
0: for real, for real. I mean, he has a couple like worldwide hits now. He, he does. Has, he has Lemonade, Freaky Girl. Yeah. Um, I think I oh uh, I think I love her is not really worldwide, but. Yeah, but once, you know, once, he
1: got, once he got skinny though, like you know, he came out with with more bangers too. Like he came out of jail, like on on music making
0: magic. Uh, Who we think it'd be a good matchup versus push a T. Somebody versus Pusha T? Hmm.
1: Oh, no, no, forget this. Okay, Drake, Scott,
0: Drake versus Kanye.
1: That's not even that's not even like
0: actually it is. Think not about even, it. No no, not it. no, no. Think about it. Think about it. They both have. I just thought about it. Uh, it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I, I I think that's a really good matchup. Uh, <laughs> really good matchup. that's like a really, really good matchup.
1: I need a one dance. No, come on, fam. All right, Yay would Yay would Yay would wash that man.
0: All right, that's what you think.
1: Wash that man,
0: that's what you think.
1: I'm gonna put a, going pl- I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm a sit down and go through catalogs. Like, that's so disrespectful. How how could you do Like,
0: all right, all right. you Is know what. You know what? Let's do this. Let's let's do this. Um, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna make a. Cause you have Spotify Premium, yeah. right? And yeah. I have Apple. So we're gonna make the same playlist together, okay? Both platforms okay. to release to the listeners. Hey, mm-hmm. we're gonna make our own battle, like back and forth. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Drake, and you're I'm, gonna pick Kanye. Okay. I'm going second. All right, that's fine. That's fine. And then we're gonna release them. We gonna spoke on Spotify and iTunes.
1: Mm, okay. Okay. And uh, we can, we can put yep. a poll up on the page too.
0: Let's let's do it. We gotta do a limit. Uh, mm. Ten songs each. All right, ten songs each. Ten songs each. All right, ten Bro, songs I'm each. My
1: bag. I'm about to get in my bag. Like you're about right. to, you're about yep. to get ate up. You're about to get ate up, Tuesday. I need to write this down. Hold on. You're about to get ate
0: up. I already wrote it down. Ten songs each. How
1: dare you! How
0: dare you insult? Are we are we, are we doing a snake snake? Are we doing a snake snake? What do you mean snake? Like if I go first, then you get the next two, and then I go third, then I go first, you get two and three, and I get four and five. Like 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 a snake draft.
1: Oh, you mean like uh oh, where to like alternate. So like, i you're first, and I'm se- and second. Then I'm first, and then you're second. Yeah yeah yeah. I mean, it don't matter, bro. It don't matter which order we right, go.
0: cool, 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 cool. All right, we got it. You're about to get ate up. All right. Get ate up. That, that's what we're going to do tonight. I'm going to hit you up tonight. We're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to do this. <laughs> I'm I'm, <insane. laughs> I'm about to hit
1: you with gospel bars to, like, like just the craziest. Like, you're about to get ate up, bro. Oh, bro.
0: We're going to see. We're going to see.
1: It's a wrap. I could go back and pull out graduation and college dropout. My beautiful character
0: fantasy. I know, I know, I know. Wait, hold on, hold on. Are we including features? Are we including features as well? Because we including features. I don't know, dog. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think a lot of songs that that Drake's been featured on. No, no. There's some heat on there.
1: There's some heat on there. Ooh, you know what? take the features dog you got that All you right. got it. All right. you can got have features. you can have the features i ain't even worried i ain't even worried All I right. i'm not i'm not sweating you sweating i'm not sweating
0: you right
1: you right <laughs> kanye versus drake <laughs> <laughs> I'm blown. oh man All so right. let's move to uh let's move to uh let's move to our next segment i can't even talk to you about this no more Uh, So I think it's going to be, I think episode two is a good time to uh, do our first waxing hypothetical. And as you so eloquently described in episode one, waxing, you know, being something that is very uh, verbose or very uh, philosophical in nature to talk about something that, you know, In terms of a question might not even be that deep but to do the mental exercise of you know going through and you know really having a stance having an opinion and then defending that so I had a question for you uh, and this is one that I like to ask strangers and the the responses are quite varied because some people get like kind of offended or think it's like the dumbest thing ever and then some people like are willing to play the game Uh uh, i think you're willing to play the game so i'm gonna just keep it short and sweet dog do you think that ghosts are real do you do you Mm -hmm. believe in ghosts like legit do you believe in ghosts
0: so the answer is yes right so jesus christ (laughs) <laughs> when people hear me say that, they they get like surprised because they're like, "Oh, you like, like you believe in like, you believe in science." You're a whole like
1: PhD <laughs> in science, like.
0: So, yes, I do. You said that mm-hmm.
1: so confidently, too. Wow.
0: And I say this because this is not like some some like I didn't come to this because like I read a book. Like I've seen a ghost before. Dog, (laughs) I've seen a spirit. So, I want to perfect. Stop it! Hold on! Hold on! (laughs) So, you've
1: seen a ghost? Yeah. Okay, please continue.
0: So, the first time I saw a ghost, (laughs) (laughs) first time I saw a ghost was I might have been like eight, seven, or eight. Okay. And I remember it because this is, we were still, my family, this when we were still living in D.C. Um, like, within, like, the actual, like, district of Columbia um, before we moved to Maryland. And we lived in, like, this um, townhouse, or, like, a, like a, um, a row house. And I remember it was, like, early in the morning. I wanted to get something to drink, so I went down the stairs and the, we had, like, our living room was we set up. We had like we had like a a sofa, like a sofa that she's like you know three or four people. Then we had like a love seat, and then we had like a chair. And the chair was like against the window, like the front window. And I'm we walking down the stairs, and like, there was like an old lady, right? <laughs> and she's sitting in the chair, and then like. Like she's like staring straight ahead, and I came out the stairs, and I stopped for a second, and I looked, and she looked up at me, and then she waved. <laughs> Dog, I ran upstairs so quickly, and I like I don't know. Some people say like you know I was dreaming or whatever, and I was little. I don't remember. No, I I like I'm I'm thirty eight. I remember Claire's day. It was oh, twenty years ago. Oh yeah. So, oh, 30 years ago. So,
1: so if I understand correctly, you're telling me that eight year old Toonday is going through a, the in a in a townhouse in a district. Company. Is this an older house? Like, is this like an older
0: house that, like, you know, yeah. like one row houses? Yeah, it's older. Yeah.
1: Okay, so it's like a pretty old house. So you know, there's just you know spirits and Casper floating around that bad boy. Mm-hmm. And you walk downstairs to get some Kool Aid and see it's an old lady like sitting like, in the yeah. chair. You said
0: what? It's it's probably Kool Aid, but yeah. We're
1: definitely going to get some Kool Aid. Um, and you see an uh, old lady sitting there. So she waves at you and you run. Like you ain't asked her what she wanted?
0: An old lady in the house?
1: She, she was ticking a bit tired. She might have wanted some Kool Aid. Oh, oh by, by the way, the lady is white, right? It's an old white lady. Oh, that probably scared the hell out of you, huh? Yeah. And,
0: and it, you have to imagine. You have to imagine. Like my like my background, I, I'm Nigerian. Yeah. Nigerians believe in in spirits and ghosts and and voodoo and all that. Okay. So you ask my mom today, like she would tell you that people were like, well, like people are like are like casting like spells on on you to to like you you have to pray you have to like fast and yeah. all that all that type of stuff, right? So. That was the first time I saw a ghost, and even so, I, to be clear,
1: you said first time as in there are multiple times.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Come on, god. stop <laughs> it, stop it.
0: So the, stop uh, I only two, only two, only two. Only two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only two. You got it. So the second time I saw a ghost, I was actually in Nigeria, mm. and um, this is. I can't remember. This is probably my my third or fourth time going to Nigeria. I was, it was a summer between my of sixth grade and seventh grade, so I was like twelve. I was like oh, 12 because my birthday's later on in, in the year. You're still a young man now. Still young so people. I remember I was playing with my cousins, and um, they were teaching me how to like play soccer because at that point like, I never like really played soccer. i like that, so um, they were telling me about like every day at a, at a certain time, I can't remember what time, there was like, there's this ghost of this lady who walks down the street, and if she catches you, she's gonna kill you.
1: Oh, man. That's a little kid stuff, too, dude.
0: Wow. Alright. Alright. And then I, I remember looking out the window, because I was like, I'm not getting caught. I'm not getting caught outside. Mm-mm. Right? Because it, also, this is Nigeria. So, like, I'm not saying, that, not saying that, you know, it's, yeah, I'm a saint. It's like, it's, it's always, it's not, it's not that safe. Yeah. Right. So I was like, I'm, my parents like, you know, come inside. So I'm looking out the window and I see this lady walk down the street and then I'm like, all right, cool. It's just a lady. It's not a ghost. Right. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. my life says, they're just trying to scare me. Facts. And so I look down and this lady did not have any feet. Dog, she was just floating.
1: Today. (laughs) I can't take you serious right now, dog. Like, because I'm looking at you, right? Like, everybody else will be listening to this, like, on audio. But I see you talking about this. And you're so serious. I am. You're so serious serious right now. I'm very serious.
0: Um. I watch, like, so my girlfriend and I, we, like, had this thing. Like, every time um, a movie about possession or Ghost comes out, like all the Conjuring movies, all the Annabelle movies, um, The Curse of La Lorena comes out, you watch them all. Now, to me, those movies are a lot more scary than, I don't know, Candyman, or, yeah. or Freddy Cougar, or...
1: Well, that's because they're real to you.
0: They They should be real to everyone. Oh Lord. Wait, hold on, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this.
1: Okay. Y- you believe in God? Yep. I-, I would say I'm more spiritual than religious, but yeah, you got that.
0: Okay, okay. Same here. Okay. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in angels? Um
1: short answer. Let's say yeah. Short answer, yeah.
0: Okay. So you believe in angels, do you believe in demons? Why
1: not? Yeah, yeah, why not?
0: So, if angels, demons, and God are real, why can't spirits be real?
1: Okay, see. No, 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 no. You know, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. It's okay. So, I have this... I I, I play with this question a lot more than I probably should. Like, mm-hmm. I really, like, be thinking about this. And, uh, like, I would say, like, if someone were to ask me, like, yo, like, do you think ghosts are real? Like, I would probably just be like, nah, fam. Like, ghosts ain't real. But, uh, you know, there's this this weird idea that I'm like playing around with where, you know, like, like energy and like magnetic fields and all this, like other stuff that's like the invisible stuff and that make the entire universe. Right. Like, like people have like energy and you know, how like some people are like hypersensitive and they say, they feel like a vibe from a person and like all these other invisible things. Like, I think that there are still, a lot of very serious unknowns about the universe. And I can't say that I believe in ghosts, but I would, you know, maybe in another life, like I would spend significant amount of time like researching this idea of like what happened to a person's, I guess, spirit,
0: or what is a spirit in terms of like energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, So, look at your face. I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits.
1: You can't backtrack.
0: I believe in spirits. I believe in spirits. Like, I don't believe in like fucking Slimer. Or a fucking, or a fucking like the marshmallow man from Ghostbusters. I don't believe in that. that that's.
1: Believe in Casper, bro. You just told me <laughs> saw Casper, and it was a documentary and not a movie. That's what you. That's oh, what. No. I
0: no. You're you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. Like Slimer didn't come through and, and... Bruh. this dude. No. Too.
1: I mean, like, I, I would. I would be curious to see, like, in a hundred years, you know, what research really is out there in terms of, like, the science of, like, the soul, right? I think, isn't there even something where they can only, like, calculate, like, 98 point something percent of, like, what the whole entire, like, human anatomy
0: is made up of? What if the rest of it is just, like, immeasurable and, like, you can't... And it's just like your spirit. That's what
1: I'm saying. And it weighs
0: like your spirit weighs like. I don't know. It's like it's
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, and you know how you can have the little goggles to see like um magnetic fields or whatever shit? Like, what if they have that for souls? Like, what if you could see someone's soul? Like the the what is it, the psychics or whatever, and they want to tell you the color of your aura and stuff like that? You know what I'm talking about? What are those?
0: What if your souls are, like, attached to your telomeres in, like, your DNA, right?
1: I don't even know what that word
0: means. Like, your telomeres, like, at the ends of your DNA, like, every time yep. you DNA replicates, okay. every time your DNA replicates, it, like, it gets shorter and shorter and shorter until... That's, how you, that's why you age, right? Until, like, you die. So... Uh, if you can stop your telomeres from getting shorter, you can basically kind of live forever. But what if, like, your telomeres get to a certain point, and then your soul escapes, and that's how you die?
1: Oh, like, oh, like what if they're, like, holding on to the soul? And then, like, once it's, like, small, it's not strong enough to hold on to your soul, and then your soul just, like...
0: Yeah, it just...
1: Dog. Mind-blown. Hey, bro, you might need to go get PhD number two, dog. <laughs> PhD number two. We talking about some real stuff here on the podcast today, dog. Uh, wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I land. you know, I'm I'm if I'm being honest, I'm a bit disappointed. You backtracked so fast, dog. You you backtracked so fast. It's just, so- I,
0: I do, uh, I've seen I've seen twice Bruh. uh entity. <laughs> <laughs> call it a ghost, call it a spirit, whatever you want. Oh, uh, uh. Call it what you want.
1: Oh my gosh. This is this is really funny, dog. This is really funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and pull up with a segue um to our um to our Teach Me Something segment. You know, I think we've already let people hear a lot about ourselves so far in this episode. But we were we talked about it after episode one, like we told like a bit of our like origin story, but There's probably, you know, several listeners out there that have no idea who we are, right? Yeah. So for the Teach Me Something segment, you know, this doesn't have to be something super crazy, but I think it'd be good just to take a couple minutes and, like, just give a little bit of our backgrounds for folks, right? It doesn't have to be something super in-depth, right? I think over the, you know, time of people just, you know, going on this journey with us, They'll learn a lot more than we could give in just like a, a short bio. But I think it'd be good just to kind of break down, you know, a little bit of you know who you are, where you come from, what do you do now, what do you what are your passions and stuff. And
0: same. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess I'll go first, right? Go for it. Uh, who am I? I am. I'm Tunde. First of all. Oh,
1: nice. Hello, I- Tunde.
0: Hi. <laughs> If you didn't know, my, my name is Nigerian. So both my parents um, emigrated here from, from Lagos. Uh, my dad first and then my mom. So um, I guess I'm a combination of those two people. My dad is, I don't know, a very unique character. Speaks like four languages. Can swim, can play soccer. Didn't teach any of those to his kids or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm from the D.M.V. area. Um, lived there like my entire life until after undergrad, where well, then I moved to um, to Nashville. I lived there for seven years, and that's why I went to grad school. And I got my um, got my degree in uh, cancer biology and biochemistry. And then after that, from Nashville, changed cities. Like complete opposite from Nashville, moved to um to New York, um spent some time in Harlem, some more time in Brooklyn. I did my first fellowship, um at NYU, and then after that, moved clear across the country, to Oregon, where I did my second fellowship, at uh, Oregon Health and Science University, in like a behavioral neuroscience lab. So like I've lived like all over the country except for the Midwest, which I have no plans to ever live there because. Don't do uh, who likes who likes all that that cold and yeah okay talk your I mean, talk it's your you see too but that's yeah, I'm good I'm good on the Midwest talk your mess too dude yeah yes yeah, so I I've lived a lot of different places um, I live in Seattle now um, I'm a professor of, of biology two different small schools here um, I'm not gonna say which schools because I don't want people doxing me that's fair. Um, Uh, but I teach like general bio, um, anatomy, physiology, micro, um, molecular biology. Um, a lot of different, you know, a lot of different, uh, sub-disciplines within biology. Um, I think we talked about this in the first episode on the bros. That's how I know you. Um, so I know a lot of different people from a lot of different places around the country. Um. Yeah, so in a nutshell, that's you know who I am. I like to keep busy by playing, by hooping, and running, um, and reading. Yeah, so don't don't do me, yo, cause you know um, I, on the unless, court. I'm I know. talk about
1: Hoopin' Day. Like we can, we can, we can tell some more stories, dog. <laughs> we can tell Hooping stories,
0: dog. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, gonna let you. finish. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Um, that's what I do for fun, professionally, and all that. Yeah.
1: So one one question I did want to ask you. I mean, and I've known you, you know, for several years now. If, if there was like two things that like I would always just assume that like about you is that you know you do have like a passion for science and biology, and I think that's been something that you've had for a very long time. Yeah. As, as just like running and being active in general. Where do you think that came from? Like, I don't think either of your parents are scientists, are they? Or where did that come from? Um
0: So in high school, like my my two favorite subjects and subjects I was best at were um were math and history. And I think I went up to calc two AP calculus. Um and in history has always been like a favorite of mine. Um, so most of the books I read have some component of history. But then, like, as I was picking, as I was picking um, uh, majors in college, I was like, "Well, math and history can't really make me that much money." So I don't know. Uh, maybe I need to, you know, kind of stare towards something else. And then I saw this movie. The movie is called uh, The Rock with uh, with Nicholas Cage and Sean Connery. Have you seen it? I've heard of that. I've
1: heard of that. I don't think I. I don't know if I've seen it though.
0: Yeah, it's basically it's like these terrorists take over Alcatraz, and like they this like new experimental drug. I mean, have a drug, a weapon, a bioweapon. And basically, Nicolas Cage plays like a biochemist, and like he specializes in in warfare mm-hmm. and biological weapons. So he has to like save the the planet from like these these terrorists, these homegrown terrorists. Um, so that. So like that movie is like growing up I used to watch it all the time. And I was like, you know, that that'd be like a pretty cool like like job. Are you like, telling
1: me are you telling me that you picked your career based on a Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> at first, yes, at first. And mm-hmm. then like All right. And then and then like I remember we had a science fair in like my sophomore year. And I and then while everyone was kinda of, like BSing about, you know, getting through it, I wanted to pick something like really, really um, Really, really, um, I guess detailed. So my project was comparing the DNA of a sheep brain to the DNA of a pig brain. And so my science—how old
1: are you for this? Fifteen. Okay, that's decent. Okay. Yeah.
0: So like, the, my science project was called "Pinky and My Brain." That's pretty um, good. Yeah. So from then on, I was like, oh, you know, science seems like it's a pretty cool uh, avenue to go down so
1: dope, dope man well yeah you know thanks for sharing i mean like and of course over time we're gonna unpack way more and go into way more detail like you know even just like with your family brothers sisters and all that other stuff too right um for me my story is you know a bit different right i think it's probably summarized by the fact that you know i i I always coined the term like a quasi-military family I was born in Texas while my dad was in the army and, you know, very shortly thereafter he started working for the government. Uh, But we still moved every two, two, three years or so with the exception of like, we lived in Colorado for about seven years uh, where my brother was born. And uh, just, I think, you know, at that time, like when you're moving so much, like as a kid, there wasn't really like social media, right? Like it's not like I could keep up with people on Facebook and MySpace and, all those other apps, like you know, when you were gone, like hey, you know, have a good life. I'm gonna catch you on okay. trip and so it be- it became this this thing out of necessity, where like when you move to a different place, like you know, you needed to really bring your authentic self to the door, so you can like really establish genuine relationships. Uh, I think I credit my parents a lot for my ability to navigate change. You know, I'm not perfect at it, but you know. They, they never allowed us to kind of sit around the house and just be homebodies and do nothing. Uh, it also helped that my pops was the bros as well. Shout out to, uh, shout out to my dog. Uh, because, you know, I think one of the things from fraternities is that it is like a very familial thing, right? Like no matter where you go, you can always find a friend. You can always find a brother. Yep. And, you know, I think that's one critical thing when you're moving as much as we did. Uh, so, we lived Texas, Colorado, um, you know, a small suburb outside of St. Louis, Maryland. Uh, I actually did half of my high school years in London. Uh, I did half in London at the American School, and the other half is in a small town outside of St. Louis called O'Fallon, Illinois, and uh, I, I look at my life as, like, that's like kind of like a crossroads from a sense of, like, when I was overseas— I was big into, like, arts, dude. Like, I think I lived, like, the high school musical movie. I had a crush on this girl, and I, and I, I did the, 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 the school musical. And then I would be running from there to basketball practice, like, varsity basketball practice. And I was doing film. I was doing acting classes. I was doing, you know, improv, everything. Like, and I, and I loved all of that stuff. And then when I came back to the US, it was it was mostly just sports. And then I would be doing like the robotics team and National Honor Society. And, you know, I would be playing that that role of like the nerdy kid, but then also like getting a cracking on the football field because like that's my jam. Also basketball, but you know, football was my first love, I think. Don't don't stop smiling. Basketball, I'll give you the business. You'll get the business. <laughs> You'll get the business. It's not sweet over here, Tunday. I don't care that you're seven foot three. Like, you'll get the, you'll get the business. Um, and so, you know, going to college, I ended up doing engineering at the University of Illinois. That's also where I pledged. And still continue to, still continue to move around a lot. So I moved from Illinois to Texas. Uh, did grad school at Duke in North Carolina. We met in Portland on one of my internships. Finished up grad school and then moved out here. Uh, and I've been, you know, working out here in tech for the last, oof, I guess it's three years now, man. And time flies. Uh, you know, just in terms of passions, man. You know, we we share a love of, you know, staying fit, running, basketball, that sort of stuff. Uh, I do have like my nerdy side, so you know, I'm reading all the time. I'm poking around doing different tech things. Uh, but you know, uh, I'm glad we're doing this sort of podcast because I kind of feel like I'm st- stretching my creative chops again. You know, like getting getting in there, editing audio clips and putting trailers and stuff together. It's been a lot of fun. So that is, you know, a, a 10,000 foot view of my my life. Uh, I do want to throw a little shout out there to the younger brother, man. Today is actually his birthday, and the day we're recording this, it's the young homie's birthday. Shout yeah.
2: out!
1: Yeah, everybody, go throw him a throw him a follow at jbb4693 tell my man happy belated by the time you're hearing this um but yeah family is everything to me man um friends are everything to me and you know from all my moving i think that's why i'm able to be somewhat likable when i go to a new place because
0: i'm kind of used to it at this point so i know you said you moved a lot like throughout your life and you've been in in the bay area for what t- two and a half years yeah about, almost three it's
1: almost three at this point you know
0: so how long do you think you're going to stay there are you that's like your home now
1: uh, i, I asked myself that question because i almost feel like i get this itch a little bit where it's like oh fam like you. it's time to get active like where am i going next what's the next big thing what's the next move I, I I have, like, the devil and angel on the shoulder thing. Like, you know, part of it saying, hey, man, like, it's time to get shaken. Like, I could see myself moving to New York tomorrow. Right? Like, or... Yeah,
0: Keep on with it tomorrow.
1: Well, I mean, not tomorrow. Like, I'm gonna let get yeah. Shout out, yeah. That's real talk. <laughs> real talk. Um, but I could see myself, like, doing, like, an East Coast thing. I think I definitely have much more of an East Coast sensibility. Um, Even though I do love all my family in Chicago, I don't know if I want to move back there, but... You know, the other side of me is like, man, it'd be interesting to like make a home somewhere, you know, and like live there for like ten years and like what that looks like, because that's really nothing that I'm, I've ever been familiar with, right? And so, <clears throat> we, we talk a lot about growth and trying something different and you know, really pushing ourselves. Like for some people, like moving is that big thing for them. Like I, I've done that more more mm-hmm. times. Most people haven't.
0: Exciting about just moving to like just a brand new city. Especially if you don't know anyone there, and it's like, oh, you have all these possibilities. About oh, that's time to like learn this city and see what it's about compared to all the other places you've ever lived. Um, I think it's dope as well, but I definitely feel you on the on that it's itch,
1: trade-off, right? It's a trade off, right? Because I think there is that excitement and there is that uh, that that newness to it, and, and but I mean, I, I could also make the argument, right? That, sitting in the same place for a significant amount of time and you know you have that local bar where every time you pull up they're like hey john welcome back like
0: yeah
1: i mean that's that's fire dog like you know when you got the juice like that so you know we'll see right now i'm i'm pretty much stuck you know my job is going well um who knows maybe uh if i play a few things right we might be international with it um so you know we'll see what happens dog we'll see what happens but Mm -hmm. good question
0: all right, so um now that the like the listeners have kind of um learned something about like who we are as people because again we didn't kind of introduce that in the first episode. Um we're going to switch gears to our last um our last segment, um ABM where we give our recommendations um about things that interest us uh on the audio visual and mental tip. Um do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: Um, I guess I'll go first because I wrote my stuff down. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wrote my stuff down. So, uh, audio, 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 audio. I have been obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with uh, another album. It's from a Canadian DJ producer, K Tronada.
0: Are you familiar with K Tronada? What? No, no, I don't. I don't know. I've, I've never heard of them.
1: Oh well, it's 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 one dude. It's it's not a uh
2: him, him. Sorry. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah. So so his most recent album is entitled Bubba. Uh, it's kind of on the front of my mind right now because I actually bought tickets to go to the concert in Oakland. Uh, it was supposed to be next week, actually, so I've been just letting the whole album ride. It's kind of got that like you know dance funk kind of feel to it. Uh, I've just been on a huge like funk wave and uh, dance music is dope to me like i i don't get why people be hating on it like i could listen to house music all day it's it's good it's just good stuff man so Tronada, bubba check out the album um i'm a huge fan and you know let me know what you think it's it's not what you're typical to because you know you're a little more ratchet so um (laughs) whoa whoa
0: whoa how am i ratchet
1: yeah, I mean, listen. You're wearing a do rag as we're recording this, dog. What's
0: wrong with
1: that? I mean, you're gonna get the waves right, though. You can get the waves right. I'm not. <laughs> ha- I'm not hating. I'm not. Uh, okay, so for video, for video, uh, Netflix. Obviously, we talked about Netflix all day, every day. Uh, Tom Segura, a comedian. He released a new special. I think about maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, called Ball Hog, B A L L H O G, Ball Hog. Huge fan of that special. Uh, I actually saw him perform it live twice last year in the Bay. Uh, And, you know, I've been a fan of his for a little while. Like his wife, he and his wife have a podcast called um, Your Mom's House. And I've been, it's called Your Mom's House. Yeah. And like childish as the name is, is how childish the podcast is. But, you know, you have like a husband and wife who are two comedians and they just crack jokes and watch ridiculous videos the whole time. And if you want some mindless entertainment, like, there's nothing better, I think. Even the name of his special, even the name of his special is a reference from the podcast. So as, like, a long-time listener, it's it's pretty funny to, uh, to see just how they've evolved. And, like, in his career, like, he's kind of hit rock star status at this point. So uh, check it out. Like, there's some really funny jokes in there. I don't want to ruin anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm on the Netflix now, so.
1: You're do. That. Yeah, you got to else to do. So, all right. And then for the mental, right, we talked earlier about, you know, kind of trying to find a schedule, try to find some normalcy to, you know, life while we're cooped up in the house. Uh, there's a podcast that I really love. It's each episode is less than five minutes. It's called the Before Breakfast Podcast. And, uh-huh. you know, it's either the host bringing topics or people emailing different productivity tips different ideas on way to be more mindful during the day or you know to really stretch your creative muscles and you know just little things that we can all kind of consider doing um on a daily basis uh, to really kind of just improve our own personal quality of life and so that's the before breakfast podcast it's super short really easy to listen to uh, and i've been a fan of it for um oh probably about a year now i think um So I would recommend that for the mental, and that's what I got for my EVM.
2: All right.
0: Well, I'm definitely gonna check those out. Um, For me, I want to start with audio. So um, I put this on Instagram a couple, I think, a couple days ago. But I think for the last week, I've been on like this real like R and B kick. Um, Not just like current R and B, but like going back to like to early 2000s, late, like, 90s R&B. Um, so today, then, I run, well most, well, most of my run, I was listening to Neo's uh, Year of the Gentleman um, album, yeah. and I forgot how good that album is. Now, um, like, of course, like, there's some songs that like, I really like, like, uh, like, Mad, um uh miss independent well i had the remix better with jamie Foxx and, and fabulous um but one song i want to point out was this song called called single right okay the,
1: the, the, are, you, are you are
0: you familiar with the term dirty mackin
1: dirty mackin um like that's like is that like you know somebody got a girl or something like that and you like trying to trying to snake kind of yeah,
0: you yeah yeah, like he's trying, but you like you're like, man, he don't really like really fuck with you like that. Like he ain't doing this though. Well, right. You
1: like you're right, trying to blow up somebody's spot for real.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So like he has a song called Single, right?
1: <laughs> Yo.
0: And he's he's basically telling this this chick, like, you know, for like for while the song is playing, like you're single and then like you like you belong to me, blah blah blah. I know you got a man, blah blah blah. And, and and as I was listening to the album, I'm like, this is like a recurring, it's like a recurring um a recurring theme on the album. Cause there's another song called Fading Into the Background, where like he actually shows up to this girl he used to date he used to date. He shows up to her wedding and like he's like stealing glasses at her and he's like, you know, I'm gonna fade like it's cool. I, I know that you're sort of happy now. I'm gonna fade into the background. I'm like, that's some fucking toxic ass shit right there, yo. That's evil, bro. That's evil. And then, like, that's the first verse. And then at the second verse, he's at the reception. He's like watching them dance, and like, I see you looking at me. Like, this is her wedding day. Like, what are you? Well, first of all, why are you here? Why did he get invited? Back <laughs> okay, to, back exactly. to you in general,
1: Shorty, wa- Shorty wanted that energy. Shorty wanted <laughs> that energy in her life.
0: But yeah, like I think the album is like really, really good though. I would have
1: um, called a year of the gentleman if you talk about being a slime ball.
0: I don't know. I don't know, but.
1: I gotta listen
0: to it. I gotta I go guess, back to, listen to it. Yeah, I guess that if you take um, Miss Independent and I kind of like play into that, I don't know. That's like the lead single. Sure. Yeah, and, that's so, one I know.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. so that's my um, that's my audio okay. for uh, my for my mental. Um, so my favorite author of all time is Richard Wright. Really? Um, yeah. So. Uh, Richard Wright has written books. Um, but first of all, My first Richard Wright book that I read was in high school. I had to read The Native Son. Um, oh. Love that. Um, uh, he wrote his autobiography, um, Black Boy, um, Eight Men, short stories. Pretty good book. Um, he has this book called Father's Law, which is like his last unfinished book. Um, but I want to talk about this other book that he has um, called The Outsider. Outside Outsider, it's a long book, but basically, it's a book about this man who's super, super smart and, like, because he's, you know, he's black and um, he's stuck at a certain station in life but he's riding a train and the train is, like, goes through a tunnel and then the train, like, derails and there's this huge accident and basically everyone on board the train basically dies, except for him. So the person that he was next to, basically he assumes that person's identity, and then, like, he takes his coat and puts it onto the the person next to him, who's so badly disfigured that everyone believes that he's that person that died. Mm. And so, like, he moves. He moves. Like, um, I don't want to spoil it, but he like basically he moves to Europe. And like, he has like, Richard Wright is great for writing these like these monologues. Um, and he, he he has so many great monologues about like. Um, the book was written was published in nineteen like nineteen fifty two or nineteen fifty three. So you can imagine like the state of the world at that time through the eyes of a black person. And um basically he goes on all these monologues about racism and um capitalism versus communism. And it's it's an amazing, amazing book. I think it's still relevant today.
1: Did you um, read this like when you were younger, or have you did you read this
0: like I I, I read uh when I was living in New York, so I was like 40. 20, 20, 20, 20, 30. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like twenty nine thirty, yeah. When I read it, but um, but I read Native Son when I was like sixteen.
1: Okay, yeah, that's the po- I, That's the one I had heard of. Uh, that's the popular one. I actually have that.
0: Uh, i pretty good my- time. I've, I've read Native Son like I don't know at least seven eight times. Oh shoot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's it's they. There was like a, a movie. Um, they a movie adaptation that came out last year that that they that's a. a some key parts but we can talk about that another time sure. um so my for that was my mental for my visual i want to talk about this tv show so one of my all time favorite tv shows is um breaking bad so when i heard that they were making a prequel to breaking bad i was like uh I don't, like, how much can you like really fit into it like breaking bad was amazing how can, yeah. how can you really fit into a prequel yeah. but i started watching it it's called it's called I better call saul so it's basically the main character is Saul Goodman, who and basically it's his origin, origin story, like our last episode. But um so Saul Goodman basically talks about like how he was before he's a lawyer and like how basically he got to where he is now and like he met like he met Gus and Mike and all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um it, it's it's shot so it's it's so good. Like the storyline is good. Like it's hard to explain because like it's it seems like it moves like really slow, but it's so good, bro. Yeah, but at the, of, at the end of each episode, I'm like, that's it. Like I want, I want more.
1: I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna ask you a question because I actually, I'm actually a big fan of Better Call Saul. Also, right? Yeah. And I think the interesting thing about it isn't. It's not just that it's an origin story, right? It's it's the fact that you know you start with you know James McGill, this no. Yeah criminal cut kid and how he becomes this character that you saw in breaking bad right
2: mm-hmm.
1: from a, like a from like a character or like a story perspective like do you think it's better than breaking bad because oh, yeah. yes it is, I, think, it is. I, I actually think it is right like just from a sh- pure story perspective like it's really good
0: yep so if you if you haven't watched it yet you have a lot of TV to catch up on because uh, the fifth season just well, fifth season started in February, so it's, it's coming up on the end of the fifth season, and the last season is next year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, because like it, it's a prequel, so you can't have you know infinity, infinity, infinite amount of uh of seasons.
1: The one thing I will say about um, Breaking Bad, El Camino, Better Call Saul, they know when to stop. Yeah, like they don't just keep keep it riding for 10, 12 seasons. They're like, nope. We got five. We got six. It's a wrap. That's the story that we needed to tell, and they execute so well. They execute so well.
0: It is so so good, yo. Like man, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, Better Call Saul. And I remember, like, I remember when I was in grad school, I when Breaking Bad was there. It's hype. Like Saul Goodman was my favorite character. I had a Saul, like Better Call Saul T-shirt. Did you really? Yeah. And and they made a T show out of it. I mean it's, it's it's crazy. But yeah, that's that's my that's my visual for this week.
1: Good stuff, dog. Good stuff, man. No, that's those those are those are really good uh, recommendations, I definitely gotta go uh check out the album. I do feel like you keep throwing R and B albums, because uh, 'cause you're trying to get me all in my feelings and stuff. But <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. That's for another week, that's for another time. Uh so let's let's wrap this bad boy on up, man. So um as we as we get out of here for episode two first and foremost thanks everybody for listening as always you can stay connected with us via email that's uh, summer 16 podcast at gmail.com you know today we did our first waxing hypothetical so if you guys have any other ridiculous questions or funny questions that you want us to weigh in on you can shoot us an email there uh we like we appreciate any of your you know comments feedback on all of our platforms you can also find us on our instagram summer 16 pod where we're going to be putting some of the polls that we talked about in our episode as well as on our facebook page summer 16 podcasts all the links will be in the description on wherever you're listening to this so you don't have to go searching for it too hard um it should be right there at your fingertips and um of course if you enjoyed the content if you enjoyed the dialogue that we had the back and forth, you know, don't hesitate to just, you know, put some on the books, uh, towards our cash app. That's dollar sign summer 16 pod. Anything helps, you know, it's going to help us continue to grow, you know, provide better content and overall just have a better show, you know, for ourselves and for the listeners. And so on that note, man, uh, gang, 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 dog, we're going to get out of here.
0: Uh, I guess I'll see you and everyone else next time. Next week.
1: Mm. Next next Wednesday, to be exact. Next, next <laughs> <week>. <laughs> Peace, everybody. All, All right, right. Up. Peace. Yeah! <laughs>